we're in Rochester, New York, and you had exited from downstage and were running down the hall. And then you got to my table and very proudly put your leg on top of my table. And you go, I forget what you, what you said. I go, I don't know what I said, but I just was like, who? Get your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right, so now we're gonna jump into this because okay. you know, being on tour and you know, the, the funny, uh, what is it, uh, wardrobe malfunction applies yeah, to uh -huh. anyone. And so, you know, honestly, the biggest wardrobe malfunction is pants rips. And I'm not just saying that because of the story I reminded not, you of. Oh, I knew we were gonna talk about this. I knew it. No, 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 I wasn't actually, but no, really, like, um, actually you weren't even the worst, like, cause you know, those pants were tight on you. Like <laughs> they, they were tight, like, yeah, yeah. and we did what we could, but sometimes there's only so much you could do to contain. Yeah. So, but the worst, because you know, sometimes it's just the photos, but the person who the, there's an, there's a ringmaster who actually outbeat you in the amount of times they wrote their pants, but it was kind of the same. It was the same situation as the pants were just the fabric was just not forgiving and you know when you're running around you ran around more than anybody yeah you're, you're running around specifically as a ringmaster you're having to go from place to place and you're yeah. having to do quick changes and sprints it's not forgiving to, to have to run there was uh so actually so i'm gonna call him out david shipman was the worst <laughs> i'm gonna call him out okay so <laughs> no, he was no. a guy it's funny because i have multiple photos of me fixing his pants because Claudia would just go and take pictures, you know, Claudia, yeah. um, as I was fixing his pants, uh, which have not seen social media and will not see, see so <laughs> of our parts. But there was one time we were in Rosemont and he ripped his, he ripped his pants really, like it was a good solid eight inches of rippage or something in the back, the back of his pants. And he had to make announcements from back on that landing where our wardrobe cases were because even with stitching them up as fast as I could it still took so long because of how large the rip was that I had to like he had to make a couple of announcements and so like back in the air we had like people monitoring the air and be like shut up like telling you know all the boys in metal costume to shut up because yeah, don't talk he's live right right exactly and he doesn't have a double pair of pants. It's not like I could just say strip and go, you know, like, no. Um, so he would rip his pants. He would always rip his pants. In fact, it was really funny too, because the pants were made a little on the smaller side. Um, and so we like made like, because you know, like when you're running around, like we had to add like a gusset to his pants. So it just gave him a little extra stretch in, in the crotch area. And um, one time he decided that he was going to, make fun of my assistant uh during a quick change like he was gonna insult like play insulter laura um you know laura and uh make in, insult her and so she and she came back she came back so mad and i'm like well now we take the gusset out so we stitched up the gusset <laughs> <laughs> wait a second you stitched it up on purpose you can still wear them it did not impede the show. It just impeded his comfort level. <laughs> <laughs> that's, he stitched it up. That's such yeah. a good story. You did that. Yeah, and like, don't mess with wardrobe. Do not no. mess with wardrobe. 
right outside of his door that week. We were in, we were in Hershey. I remember we were in Hershey, Hershey, Pennsylvania. And he came, he like was changing and he poked his head out the door. He's like, why are my pants, Rebecca, my pants are tight. I don't know whether they're tight. I looked at him, I'm like, did you mess with Borgo? And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, did you mess with Borgo at all? He's like, hey, he got finished getting dressed and he ran out to do the thing. He comes back and he's like, I see what you did. And I was like, yeah, I see what you did. You gonna apologize? He's like, maybe not, maybe so. And I was like, well, it's gonna stay that way until you do. Oh my gosh, that's so good. That's so good. I love that. You know, I mean, because yeah. there, there are things that there are things that you think we can brag on each yeah, other. Yeah, of course, and it's and the funny and it's all in good fun. I mean, you know, when you're when you're working with some people that closely on a tour, you're gonna do things like that. I mean, I don't know if you remember the pranks that it would be me and Tweety and the misers would always do to each other and just like little things. And, and that makes tour life fun. I mean, especially on three show days and things like that. Yeah. Oh, actually. That's so hilarious, though. I love that. You, another good one is uh, talking about the misers, Brian miser. So during fully charged, um, sort of that, that tour, he had to like, he had to do of very fast school like this quick change was under a minute and he had to like the whole the whole he maybe had like three minutes in total and it was during a gag he had to run from wherever he was change and then run to the opposite area of the stage to enter so he i think he run from downstage and then change and then you know enter in from the portal yeah and so he was always, and, he, and on Saturdays, he would go on vocal rest. So he wouldn't talk, he didn't do any excess talking because it just helped his voice, whatever. You know, whatever, whatever helps you to be a better performer, right. do what you gotta do, you know? So uh, Brian Miser would love to try to, you know, get him to talk or, or whatnot. And so this one time, I did this quick change. So this one time, I was my first quick change, and Brian comes in. It strips down to his underwear. <laughs> and he goes hide in the closet. And so Brian came, Brian Crawford Scott came in to do his quick change, came in running like he always does. And Brian Miser, now granted, Brian and I had talked about this before. Brian jumps out of the closet and jumps on his back. <laughs> he lost it i mean he like he was on the ground crying laughing while putting on his boots you know because he still had to have time to change and luckily we had the quick change down well enough that we we got him still changed now it was still fine you know but man that was the best saturday ever so the next the next show because i think that was during the first show so the next during the second show he's like watching his back he like comes in and he does the thing and he looks at me and I was like nope he's not in here <laughs> that reminded me I forgot that you know when you're talking to somebody that you're on tour with and all of a sudden you start talking to these memories pops into my mind so I did this thing oh my gosh it, we did to Claudia I did to Claudia for sure you know um so Claudia would come in after every show and grab my laundry and and all that right and my ringmaster jacket had it was tails. It was like, a, you know, had, had the cape kind of aspect to it. And so the cape aspect went all the way down to like my knees, right? And then I had boots and my boots were up to my knees. And I don't know how I discovered this, but I discovered that if I had my boots on 
and my jacket and just my boots and my jacket, if you're looking at me from the back, it looks like I'm fully dressed. <laughs> I know it's but, but if I turn around, I'm only in my underwear. Yeah. So I remember like just, I would I'd put the boots on, I'd put my jacket on and I'd like be waiting. What <laughs> came in. And so when they come in, they're talking to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, they just, they don't think anything because I'm dressed, I'm ready to go. And then at like whatever point, I just turn around and Claudia just be like, oh! <laughs> and like, I did it to Tweety one time and he was like, oh! And like, it was so <laughs> funny. And I mean, it was just, it was just like hilarious, all good fun and I'm just laughing. And everybody yeah. listening to this is like, what goes on over there? Oh, okay, so. That one to me yeah. stands yeah. out between us, and then the other one we already teased it out at the beginning. Uh, it you know, and the show it was gonna be amazing until my pants ripped in the middle of the show, and I had a my it was it was right, I'm not forgetting it was my left thigh, like here, yeah, yeah. all the way, and it was just you took so much pride because you'd always. For, for anybody who doesn't know, he'd always yell out my name throughout the hallway at any point in time during the show. Like, I knew Alex was coming because it would just be, Rebecca! Rebecca! There it is. Oh, um, because so we were in Rochester. We were in Rochester, New York, and you had exited from downstage and were running down the hall. And then you got to my table and very proudly put your leg on top of my table. And you go, <laughs> I forget what you, what you said. I go... I don't know what I said, but I just was like, who, get your butt. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, great. So I'm like stitching you up, like, you but know, so like, everything's normal, but, like normal thing. But see, here's the thing though, is that, right? Like I still have about like three or four minutes yeah. for my next entrance. So it's not like there's time in these live show situations. It's not time to like, all right, let me swap out pants. It's that you're sewing me up while I'm wearing them as right. the show's going on, on right. a time limit, so I can make my next entrance. And I right. mean, it's, that's high pressure in these live situations. But the and you started making little catty comments, because, <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? Let's, let's be honest. Like, the, so, so you're then, down there sewing, sewing in my crotch, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And I remember one of us said something, I think I said something along the line of like, well, good thing there's not any cameras around. And here, like, literally, like, on cue, Lance, Lance Brown comes around because he's doing an end-of-the-year video, and there it is. <laughs> and he, but he doesn't notice. He doesn't notice. He turns around with the camera, and he goes, hey, Alex. And then you and I, I think, just start bursting out laughing. This is the end-of-the-year video. Do you have anything you want to say? And it was, like, here, and I remember just... I look at you and you're like this, sewing up, and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just didn't miss a beat. And I was like, you know, standing with my leg and your face is like in my thigh. And I go, well, as you can see, they take care of me very well here at Raymond Brothers. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then do you remember he opened up the end of the the, the video with that video? <laughs> that was so fun. Oh my goodness. Oh, 
Good times. I love that one. Those are my favorite <laughs> stories. I think I mean those two, but that one with the with the, the that and the tear in the pants and him coming up just so oh my gosh perfectly on cue. Like it was on cue. Like it was like it couldn't have been planned any better. No, absolutely. Really, oh goodness. But you know, actually one of my like, okay, so obviously you didn't break your costume a lot on that show. Yeah, no, I didn't the lady cool. broke his costume a lot. <laughs> He'd always come over and be like, I broke it. <laughs> and I'd look at him and be like, were you at least funny? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I still have a couple of those buttons from his jacket. <laughs> we had like a whole stack of them because he always loses the buttons. But no, one of my favorite memories walking to y'all's dressing room was when Tweety was trying to do a silk act on the pipe and drape. <laughs> I think he was also trying to do a high wire act at one point in time. And for those who don't know, pipe and drape is literally what it sounds like. It's two pieces of pipe and there's a, a piece of pipe here that hangs a drape. Actually, yeah. So like, yeah, kind of like a little stand. And so it's, it's not like thing. meant to, hand, it's meant to just hold a curtain. Yeah, no, it, it's not meant to hold the weight of a grown, a full-grown Scottish man. <laughs> That's what I think of every time I think about Charles dressing room. And it only happened once, but it only had to happen once. Yeah, but see, he did that one, and then I did a toe hang off of it once. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I've seen my sister do this. And so I kind of climbed up it, and I'm like putting my toes, and I'm like upside down. And people, we sent the photos. We're like, look at this, look at this. And you see it, you go, you're doing what in there? No, I'm like, oh, nothing. <laughs> I was concerned for your safety, Alex. <laughs> I kind of wish, and I really, I really do, I kind of wish that social media had such a presence back then as it did now, because, oh my gosh, it would have been so much more fun. 